T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents... The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. With the biggest stories of the day, it's the Big Three at Three. Number one. All right, the top story is it looks like the Texans are going to have their next head coach, and it looks like it is the guy that I believe most of the fan base wants. And I think it is D'Amico Ryans. Here is the latest. Ian Rappaport, NFL Network, has a report earlier today about where the Texans could be with their next head coach, D'Amico Ryan. D'Amico Ryan, who late this week emerged as the favorite for the Houston Texans head coaching job. Of course, his season is over, his team season is over, which is all bad, except it does clear the path for him to be named the Houston Texans head coach at some point later in this week. Here's where it stands. He is considered to be the favorite. The Denver Broncos who also had significant interest in D'Amico Ryans. After interviewing him, they have received indication that he his attention is headed elsewhere. Houston, of course, where he played a former second-round linebacker and a former captain there. So he's going to do a second interview with the Texans this week. Assuming all goes well, and it should, he'll be named the Texans' next head coach, the second hire of this cycle. All right, uh, he also reports here he uh, plans to travel to Houston for a second interview with the Texans soon as early as today uh, with uh, with the Texans. So this could be something that happens soon. And, Clint, as, as we're hearing most reports, the smoke is that he is going to be hired. I got to say, man, like we, we've said this before, we there is nobody who has not been more honest about what we've seen from this organization from the top to, to wherever. I think the McNairs get a ton of credit for getting potentially getting this done um, because they had they had a tall task in terms of being able to convince people and candidates that yeah. hey we we know what we're doing we're not what we've shown to be and that I don't think that's something that comes from Nick as much no I think Nick yeah. played a point but I think the McNairs had to step in you've been on this. Uh, ahead of anybody, yeah. I got to give them a lot of credit to getting this done. So sure, I, I think one thing that that people don't understand, have never been there, don't understand, is the level of dysfunction that exists in the NFL in general. Not not just not just the Texans, just like regular teams, like like just uh, like the the dysfunction. I, I saw some dysfunction. I played on three five win teams in Dallas, and Dallas obviously is there, there's some dysfunctional aspects to kind of how they, you know, Jerry Jerry's pretty involved uh, if if you want to call it that. Um, but but the dysfunction that I saw in Miami, that was the losing organization that I went to. The dysfunction I saw there bl- it blew my mind. That it, at, at the time, it blew my mind. And now, knowing more and covering programs in college and in the NFL, it, it blows my mind that it happened. 
But the more I cover teams, the more you realize it's a lot more common than you think, right? And because you you like it looks like they're trying on purpose. Yeah, yeah. There's just some people can't get out of their out of their own way, and 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 so I, I say that to say that I think there's a lot of people that cover the team that that cover the NFL that have never been involved, like boots on the ground, and and don't realize how bad it can be, and. I believe that Cal McNair, Hannah McNair, <clears throat> the the if anybody wants to say that coaches didn't walk away from interviewing with this team and not want to interview with this team over the last couple of years, I, I think they're crazy. I, it oh, it, it yes. wouldn't surprise me if there weren't teams, there weren't there weren't coaches this this cycle that said no, thank you, simply because of the dysfunction that was. Um, to so anytime my point is anytime I hear. People talking about, oh, no, coaches didn't turn this down. Oh, it's one of 32. No, coaches turned it down. Coaches turned it down. It's an absolute mess. So, to your point. It had to be them. The fact that Cal and Hannah have D'Amico Ryan's. I don't care if there's a history here or not. The fact that they have him considering, strongly considering, appearing to, according to reports, haven't already taken the damn job damn near. Yeah, he's um, not interviewing it, other places, stopped with the, with the absolutely. Broncos. Absolutely. It's absolutely beautiful. No, no, because the, the, the real dysfunction I, that I, exists in the NFL and definitely the Texans over the last couple of years, it is real and it's worse than you could ever imagine. And you've you've said it like you you said you've seen it. I remember in the last couple of years, you've like, this is this is bad as I've ever seen. As bad as I've ever seen. With the Texans. And, and it's not like, oh, they had a year and that – thing went away no this was there was still a bad fault in look about the organization at the end of the season like they could this is the organization can't even get the number one pick right like you know it, it was there and they they have been able to convince them yeah and and nick it got nick too nick has come in and nick had to do something to make people be like hey yeah. what's going on here and he's done enough as well so i i, I give them i think the mcnair get the mcnairs get the most of it clint because they had to do that, but they get credit to think that they've been able to pull this off and potentially get the top candidate if Sean Payton doesn't doesn't take a job. The top candidate out there, they were able to convince like we're good, like that. That's that's some. I was skeptical of that, Clint. I was skeptical. Yeah, coming yeah. into the I cycle, mean, like are they going to be able to convince people like that? And, it, and you, you're more skeptical when when Cal McNair doesn't have a response to, hey man, what, what are you going to tell candidates that ask about you firing two head coaches, you know, in a row? On short notice, kind of deal. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a legit concern. But whether whether you believe that Cal McNair and Hannah McNair and Nick got it done in a in in like a a, a Zoom setting and in an interview setting, or you believe that them simply making the decision to get Jack Easterby the hell out of the building and cleaning up that dysfunction within was part of. Regardless of what degree you feel like they are responsible, there's no doubt about it that the fact that they appear to have the number one head coach candidate on the hook is awfully impressive. And it didn't come just by luck, and it didn't happen just – or it's not happening just because of D'Amico's history here. They clearly did some um, some convincing. Big three and three, number two. All right, championship uh, Sunday as we do have a Super Bowl uh, uh, matchup coming up in two weeks in Glendale, Arizona. Uh, the Chiefs will uh, take on the Philadelphia Eagles. And then the NFC championship game, Clint, now, this was a tough one. Uh, Thirty-one to seven, the Eagles dominate that game in the second half. Was it, it didn't even seem like real football. But I, I my, my thought to you is the Eagles now 
they have dominated both games they played in. They obviously got the first round by. They beat the brakes off of, of the Giants game over at the half. They beat the brakes off of the 49ers game. You felt like maybe was in doubt until you found out that the 49ers didn't have anybody on the team capable of throwing a pass. It was really over then. Dominant. Do you think the Eagles are really this dominant or they've just really been fortunate with matchups and quarterbacks they play? Well, can two things be true? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think – say, where are you at on the Eagles? Man? Look, I, 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 I believe in the Eagles. I believe that they are really good on both, uh, both line fronts. In the trenches, they are as good as anybody out there. Um, and in games, two games where they – uh, they could have shown some weaknesses somewhere if there were one. They 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 did not. Um, and, and the fact that they went out there, I don't care how it happened, the fact that they went out there and threw 31 up on the 49ers, um, t- to me, is is awfully impressive. The fact that they were able to run the football to the tune of 100, roughly 150 yards against the 49ers and the way in which they did it, when, when really everybody in America knew, hey, they're just trying to shorten this ball game because the 49ers don't have a quarterback at this point in time. They feel comfortable with a two-touchdown or three-touchdown lead earlier than they should. Just just run this clock um, was awfully impressive, man. So uh, I'm I'm buying the Eagles, but I, I dang sure can understand where somebody says, hey, they ain't quite as battle-tested as as most Super Bowl um, Super Bowl teams have been you, in the past. You think Jalen's right? Do I think he's right relative like, to what? Like hit, injury right? Like, do you think he's – I saw him get up off that one time he got hit yesterday, and, and he was wincing a bit. So I, I don't know exactly what what went on there, but yeah, I mean, I, I, as I said before, I, I'm less worried about him getting injured again from contact, and more worried about like what that injury does for his ability to drive the football down the field and his ability to throw the football with accuracy. And I think he's, I think he's for the most part thrown done. You know, I think he's shown me that that the injury doesn't appear to be bothering him. Yeah, much. I just wonder because he's obviously since he's returned, not you know, play to the MVP yep, level that yep. he was. Now, he has not had, had to, to, right? Like, they, they've never been pressed in any of these games. They've been, This first drive out, they were against the Giants, were really, really good. This one, But he missed a couple of throws. Like, he missed – I hate to bring this up, guys. A.J. Brown, which I yeah. think would have would have made y'all some good money. Down there, I just I just wonder, like, is he, is he all the way back? Like, we talk about the injuries. This, right, two weeks will probably help him, too, to feel oh, better yeah. with the – you know, with the shoulder and, and, and things of yeah. that nature. So yeah, it, it'll help him, and then the two weeks obviously will help the Chiefs. And again, I say that I'm, I'm not worried about Pat Mahomes. I'm more talking about his targets. You know, what what what's going to happen with all the injuries that we saw yesterday with um, uh-huh. with the Chiefs? Can they can they somewhat get healthy uh, for the by you know in two weeks time for the Super Bowl? Yeah, uh, and with it, the Chiefs they are going to be their opponent, and uh, the Bengals right in it. These 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 uh, these two teams have played four times. In the last year and a half, and they've all been three-point games. You watching that game with the Bengals? What do you think they're kicking themselves about? Like, what do you think Ooh. today when they they get done? And I'm sure somebody, I bet Joe's probably watched this whole game on the plane already. Uh, you lose a tight game like that. There are areas you're kicking yourself. Where do you think that the? What do you think the Bengals? The most feel like they man, there, there's a couple. I think Joe Burrow's kicking himself for the the uh, the two interceptions. Obviously, that's the, neither one of those are, are like him. Um, one of them was a tip ball. The deep one was a tip ball, but it's still an interception. But I think the biggest thing is is and, and then the obviously the elephant in the room is is the penalty at the end uh, that that people are ranting and raving about. It was a penalty, no doubt about it. You can't do it. It's unfortunate because that kid clearly um, is yeah, is absolutely beating himself up about it. 
Um, but but I, I'd say, to me, the, the, the one thing that I think is fair to say you wish you had back is the punt. I mean, punt, like, not having a better plan than the punter just absolutely just right bombing, out, like out punting his coverage to the dead center of the field, giving a guy a two-way go. Um, yeah, I, that's, yeah, that's a good, yeah. That's, uh, to me, that's the one you wish. If When Pat Mahomes does something, it's like, man, yeah, I'm, I hate it happened, but it's like it, 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 you're playing with fire over there. And then when, when Joe Burrow, a tip ball gets intercepted, it's like he was taking a shot to T. Higgins, I think. I mean, what do you – I can't blame you for that. Hell, you just threw a touchdown doing that a damn quarter ago. The, the one that I think that, that coaches overall are really going to be pissed about the, what they did was that one, that punt. I'm surprised they didn't start running the ball a little bit more to back to, to at least just back off the pass rush a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, thought, I, I thought they'd run the ball more than they did. There was just a point where the, the Chiefs had gotten to a spot where they were just pinning their ears back and yeah. going, and the game was, was never – too far yeah, away I, where they where they did and P Ryan was seemed to be running better I, than Nick. Show I, I think they are like we talked about it a little earlier. Like I think out of let's say they're going to take five snaps, they just believe that we look. I, I don't care if I only hit you on one of them. It's going to be one. I'm, I'm going to throw it all five times, and you may get me too, but one of them I'm going to strike you, and it's going to be a monster play. And it's going like I think they were just willing to live and die by that yeah. that approach. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, maybe maybe they they would would uh, wish they'd have ran the football a little bit more. But I, I just think that offense with those problems up front, man, they know, hey, Joe, you'll get beat up. You know, hey, Mike, hit a couple balls up. might get tipped. We might throw it. We might have a turnover. We're gonna be. We have to go for it on fourth down a few times. But but we're gonna hit them because our dudes out wide are better than theirs. And so didn't work out last night. Big three at three. Number three. All right, news about the Cowboys and their offensive coordinator situation in Kellen Moore. This is Ian Rappaport uh, speaking about the Cowboys and uh, and what they're doing at OC. The Dallas and Kellen Moore yesterday afternoon became official. They have parted ways. Truly really is not a surprise. Mike McCarthy indicated as much late this week, but now official. But it all sounds like there was everything in the works beforehand. From what I understand, the Chargers received permission to speak with Kellen Moore before he and the Cowboys parted ways. Wheels are in motion. He is expected to be very much in the mix for the Chargers OC job. Could end up be the one pulling the strings for Justin Herbert in Los Angeles. All right, so uh, the Cowboys have made their decision to keep Mike McCarthy, it seems like, Ooh. and he is uh, right now the offensive mind for that crew. We, I've heard reports he might call plays, and now Kellen Moore is uh, is uh, going to be a, a, the OC with the Chargers and Justin Herbert, but that Kellen, is an look, interesting choice. Look, Kellen Moore left the Cowboys and went to a better a better situation. You talk about the receiving core, the the the, the running back situation, the quarterback situation. I, I just think in – in um, in L. A. with the Chargers, they're they're better. I mean, Kellen Moore got got better weather and and uh, a, a better offensive unit to to call plays for. Um, you look in Dallas. I show this is one that's very interesting to me. I, I thought they should fire Mike McCarthy along with Kellen Moore, um, and and it looks like Jerry's going to double down on Mike McCarthy because I'm with you. I, I, what I've heard is he's going to call plays. Now everybody, there's a little caveat there where if things stay the, as they are today, then Mike McCarthy would call plays. Uh, so I, I guess it's it, it's it could change at any point in time, but um, boy, in a time when I thought Mike would be gone, they're doubling down on him. It's it's interesting. I, I don't know how Kellen Moore, like I don't know how they they I don't know how they sit sit around a table and think Mike McCarthy. That's going to get more out of Dak. That's going to make this forty million dollar a year deal we contract we got with Dak. That's going to make it all make sense. That's going to give us 
more production offensively. Or really, I don't think they're looking for more may, production because they were very productive. I, I think it's it's more of a. You may know this, Clint. Was Kellen Moore for, kind of forced on Mike? He was there when he took the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kellen Moore. Well, so Kellen Moore was the OC when Mike, Mike took. Now, now I don't know if he was forced on him, but but yeah. Now I'm gonna. T- I'm sure that was his last ditch effort. Was yeah. Well, you now now let me do it. I'm yeah, gonna let do me what do I did it. for I Aaron. Yeah. I took Aaron to a hard. Super hard for me to think Jerry's buying that man. There's something fishy. There's something fishy about this situation. It'd be interesting hell, to see who the OC. Is. A couple of the first guys they fired were defensive coaches. I'm like, hell, defense. Def- you want to bring all them back? Hell, the defense. They're, they're, they were killer this year. Yeah. Firing them guys too, or, or not, not firing them, maybe, but not re-upping them. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on in Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, uh, then, Mike seems to be the only safe guy. Mike and Dan. And I'm telling you, Kellen Moore has been a kind of a hot candidate up and down. Boy, if you can't get a job. After directing this this uh, this offense with the Chargers, then I don't know if, I don't know if you're gonna get one because you, you should he should have this offense improved. Yeah, it should be better with with with, uh, with the Chargers. All right, coming up, um, a few things we saw in the championship game that really brings to light what you hope is going to be the Texans moving forward. We'll discuss that coming up. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast (sighs) spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. I know they don't like you to comment on the, on the music. I'm going to tell you what. Right. They they say that in a, oh, don't just, just don't, don't, don't comment on the music. We, we don't. Boy, I used to cut some grass to this to this tape, and I said it to this tape. I used to cut some grass to this. Come one. on, come on. Picture perfect. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna. I paint a perfect picture. Then we gotta stop there, though. Can we say hoochies? Yeah. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Burning hoochies with pussy. <laughs> My tits took it with you. Nah, yeah. Oh I, no, boy, no. I used to. Boy, I used to. Let me count that. I was saying them. Lyrics in my head first. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get you in trouble if you ain't careful. Yeah, man, I used to cut some grass. Boy, I'm telling you, I woke up at about 10:15 Saturday. Slept it on in. You know, had the had the fam out this weekend. Boy, I, well, I mean, I I didn't know I could sleep. You stretched that long. it out. Huh? I didn't know I could sleep that long. Well, you you probably needed it, man. Rolled around, little kind of got up. Then I let me lay it back down. I mean, full-time job, three kids, killing the workouts. Right, I mean, damn, man. man you God, needed you're it. right, man. Everybody's body needs it every now and then, man. Yeah, Red said to me, you going to come up and do a – since Saturday, you got Saturday open, you going to come up and do a little, uh, little workout? I said, nah, Doc. <laughs> I'm going to t- <laughs> take this one. I ain't going to be able to do that. I ain't going to be doing that. Nah, he said it's free. He said it's free, man. We just do a little – that's all good because it's all cardio. Best decision you ever made. That's one. I said, "Want to drive forty-five minutes out here? Just hit this cardio, straight cardio." This boot. <laughs> he said, "Yeah, Saturday boot camp, man. It's forty-five minutes. It's great." I said, "No, that no. don't even sound. That don't even sound right." Catch up. He don't believe in rest. Huh? <laughs> no, I'm gonna catch. I'm gonna catch that. I'm gonna catch something around here in this garage. <laughs> so. All right, um, Clint. I'm, I'm watching the games yesterday, and there was something that really jumped out at me in a couple of ways. One. Boy, could the Houston Texans use a draft uh, like the Chiefs had. But I think also something that drives home the point uh, that we were able to see yesterday that is why I was so, and I think you were too, against the, hey, man, let's just have a bridge coach, potential bridge coaching staff. Yesterday, the Chiefs had Almost every one, every, actually not almost, every single person from last year's draft class, from the round one to multiple in round seven, contribute, and I mean, and not just on special teams, but in, on offense and on defense. From the, I mean, Isaiah Pacheco, the seventh round running back, Lord knows the Texans could use a back, a, a second back like that. He is all over. 85 total yards was all in that game. Jalen Watson, the seventh-round corner, got a pick. Joshua Williams, the fourth-round corner, got a pick. Brian Cook uh, tipped a ball that led to an interception. Sky Moore had the return uh, that that we talked about and had multiple catches on offense. George Karloftis had a sack, and Trent McDuffie had tackles and, and two pass breakups. But I think the key to that, 
Clint, is they're in a system that Steve Spagnola has been around there for a while. The coaching staff has been around there for a while. And the players that have been there that they're coming on to know the system very well. And when you look at the Texans, this year, this is going to be Titus Howard's third offensive line coach. Yeah, in three in years. three years. His third offensive line coach in three years. This is going to be a new, what, the third offensive system for some of these guys, like Davis, and, and so who came in with Nico, uh, some of these young guys. This is now uh, Derek Stingley and Petrie are going to learn a whole new defensive system with, with D'Amico Ryans. And it's not like, all right, man, we got guys that have been running this that you can talk to. Hell no. Every year I've been here, these guys are learning, the veterans are learning with the young guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's why I hate the whole bridge the coach because you're probably also bridging a coaching staff. And then you did it once, and then you did it twice, and now they're going to clean house probably again, Clint. And there is no continuity and consistency for young players to get used to because the veterans, they're learning too. Yeah, I, look, that's that's when it happened. When they hired uh, David Culley, it, it clearly they were going with the bridge the gap coach. It was going to be two, three years. He'll turn out it was one. Um, but but I that's that's exactly why I I hate it. I mean, you you just you're you're not hiring people to fix problems. You're hiring people to weather the problems that come with uh, dysfunction. And and it's you, you you the sooner you can get folks in there that are true fixers. Um, and, and and even if they're even if they're gonna lose a couple of games, and even if you have to get the cap right, and even if you don't have draft picks, at least you're building um, some kind of culture. At least you are developing what players are in house, what young players you do get a chance to bring in. You're developing those guys. Um, it, it's been a rough two years from that perspective. What you hope now is that a D'Amico Ryan's comes in here, and he knows exactly how to get more out of he knows exactly how to get more out of Christian Harris um you know from the looks of it it doesn't it doesn't um doesn't look like Jalen Petrie needs much help getting you can put him anywhere you want pretty much um you know hopefully Nico Collins whatever offensive mind comes in here you Mechie gets out there and you get more out of Mechie Brevin Jordan you get more out of Brevin Jordan you know obviously Kenyon Green can you get more out of Kenyon Green the, all of those things are are so important at this point in time that this next these, this next set of coaches that come in here they've got to get more out of the guys that are here because the last two years have been nothing but a holding pattern. And to know that the next set of coaches are going to be here the next year, and I'm not starting. Like you tell me if I'm blowing this out of proportion. Of you brought up another. I didn't think Brevin Jordan. He's had three coordinators and three new offenses in now three years. Nico, same thing. Is that like how is that a big is that that big of a deal? Yes. In terms of yeah. your growth of trying yeah. to get I, like I would imagine like that, like we we're killed. Like Brevin has has had his part in it, but damn, well, like it ain't, it ain't. I mean, it ain't like he's got stability at it, all. It's it's an unfair part of the NFL. I mean, but but when you when you look at a guy like you just rattled off all the guys that that produced yesterday in the Kansas City game, you got seventh rounders producing. I mean, you're over here with a fifth rounder and a fourth rounder and a third rounder that you're not getting anything out of. Hell, you, your first rounder, third, 15th overall pick that you, you're having to rotate veteran linemen in for because he can't pass protect at all, right? I mean, so yeah. that's, that is, 
the reality of it is is it's unfortunate for the players that you you get drafted to a place that is lacking in 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 uh develop in the developmental aspect of the game uh all the way through the dysfunction that we saw in Houston over the last couple of years. Like there's no doubt about it. Like I think Kenyon Green was going to struggle with pass protecting no matter where he was at. Do I believe that he'd have went somewhere else and been embarrassed the way that he was when the commanders came to town? Absolutely not. For crying out loud, Max Sharping just started an AFC championship game. I mean, you know what I mean? Like it's it, like the, the inability to overcome those kind of things from Bill O'Brien to David Culley to, to Lovey Smith, all three of them. And I know we're talking about offense, but the inability to overcome those kinds of deficiencies is a major, major shortcoming for those coaches. I mean, it, it was a let, let's not Bill won some games, but but square peg round hole with the best of them. Right. I mean, lean into an excuse of why something doesn't work or isn't working with the best of them instead of overcoming it. Um you know, that was a major problem. Coley, there's no reason to go into it. But then you look you, you look at Lovey, and it, it just it, – it, 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 a lot of it didn't make sense. Playing guys out of position. Playing guys schematic. Not changing your scheme to fit the guy you just drafted didn't make any sense. Some things you just don't do. So, look, and maybe maybe Lovey was a bridge to gap, knew he was a bridge to gap, and didn't give a rip. Wasn't going wasn't gonna to vacate his system and his beliefs. But when it all boils down to it, it's the Houston Texans that are that, – that, are suffering from it. And to your point, the Texans got to get somebody in here that can make up for deficiencies, that can put guys in position to, to be better, along with draft great this year and develop those guys. Yeah. You know, that's there's no doubt about it. And, and continue to have this the, the the number of the number of young players having success in in Kansas City is is very indicative of the organization. No, from a team course. perspective, I don't know about all. I don't know about some of the suspects they've hired. They, they they've got on the roster, but I'm just talking about from a from a a team perspective and their coaching staff. They're as good as anybody at getting making up for deficiencies and getting a lot out of young talent. And and these guys being ready, like it's something too of all right. Yeah, I know what my system is going to be with these two coaches, and then these coaches are here, and then these players are here. Like you're leaning on guys that have been in a system yep. for a while that can help you. It's not just coming from. Instead here, man, Brandon Cook's like, hell, man, I'm learning well, this sucker with you, Nico. Yeah, you got to think about it too, show. Like, like think about, and, and, I, and I don't care to go off in the weeds of why it was this way, but, but like you talk about the Texans fighting an uphill battle. Who in their right mind thought that Pep Hamilton – and I, I can't think of the, the fellow's name that he hired as, as the quarterback coach. Ed Allen. But, okay, there so. you go. So you got those two guys are handling your offense and your quarterback, right? I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs got Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy, and Matt Nagy. How's that stack up? Yeah. I mean, that's your staff. That, that's that's what we're you're, you're dealing with. And you wonder why those guys get more out of out of players. Regardless of where you're at, you get more out of players instead of less. <clears throat> it's, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, before that, it was Tim Kelly. Yeah, him too. Yeah. Mm. All right, um, this uh, th- there's something we got to get through with D'Amico, who's who looks like he's going to be the next coach. Now it's the staff part, and what can we learn potentially on who the next offensive coordinator is going to be? What can we learn? We'll discuss that coming up next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right. Uh, I, Tyler and Clint, um, I, I, I got to... I gotta let this out about the D'Amico thing because we know D'Amico Ryan's like he's gonna be the dude, right? It, we got to a place where it feels like. So you're telling me there's a chance? I think I think we're beyond the you're telling me's a chance thing. Okay, I, I think D'Amico is going to be seems more likely than not at this coach. point. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean it, it would be like this would this this would potentially top it all if somehow D'Amico isn't in the next head coach. I mean, this oh my god, this don't make no sense. Oh god, yeah, we we may lose some folks. So, I think D'Amico is going to be the guy. But can I? Can I tell you what? What kind of concerns me is this this offensive coordinator thing. This would be my my dream, Clint. My hope, not dream. My hope. I know everyone is the the thinking and, and the thought of hey, D'Amico. Is going to be in. He's going to be the head coach, and he's going to bring somebody out of that Shanahan, McVay, Kubiak tree. Right? That's what he's going to be. That's what I said. D'Amico's going to be the head coach, and they're going to bring somebody that's just basically going to be Mike McDaniel, somebody who is going to be Kevin O'Connell, somebody is going to be Sean McVay. Somebody like they're going to bring somebody off that tree, and hope it's not like Matt Lafleur or Mike Lafleur, but they're going to bring someone off that tree. My hope is. Is Clinton and something that I would be excited about is if we see in the process of them bringing in a, a, an offensive coordinator, and that there aren't they don't just bring in guys that are just completely tied to that system. I would have some excitement if we saw them bring in guys out of other successful systems just to at least talk to them, because that to me would would give a, a sign that Eric or Eric Eric Bieniemy would be one to bring in, but it would give us a sign that. D'Amico Ryans would be somebody who was looking, you know, for the best coach possible and not necessarily all the way tied to that system. That 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 would be my hope because I do I feel like if it's somebody out of that system, Clint, it may be somebody that don't have a lot of experience running an offense or being a coordinator or calling plays. Yeah, boy, I tell you, there's a couple different ways to go with it. You brought up Eric Bieniemy. We talked about Mike Kafka earlier. You know, I think there's some there's some there's a couple of of high level offensive coordinators that that are either should be or are in the 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 head coach um cycle and would possibly could possibly be pried away from their current situation in order to to essentially run their own offense and not be under like you you, you know underneath a, an offensive minded head coach that in critical moments is really running the running the show uh, on the sideline in in games and in 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 practice and things of that nature, um, to to eliminate all the 
all the doubt about what they are and who they are offensively. Um, there's there's a handful of those, and that would be an awfully sexy move if if uh, if Cal McNair, Nick Casario, and and if it is D'Amico Ryan's, if D'Amico Ryan's can pull that off. Um, I would I would bet more on on somebody coming out of a system that he knows. No, I would I would too. I just um, I to me it would just it would just send a signal of like I'm not just I'm not just married to it. Like yeah, I, I honestly yeah, I yeah. think Robert Solitz came in. I'm gonna grab somebody who's, who's part of the system. Yeah, that I've got yeah. a good relationship with. This would just be a signal if he's if he brought in. Let's say he comes in. I'm interview like if I got a chance with my with Mike Kapka, right? If I got a chance with Matt Nagy. Who, yep. who, who? Well, I guess may take over the BDOC. If I got a chance with Eric Bieniemy, if I got a chance with Byron Leftwich, who's on the streets right now, Kellen Moore, if, you know, if if he were available, like that, those would those aren't in his system, yeah. and that, but that would just seem like, all right, D'Amico is not, he's his own guy that's not just married to a a, a certain system. Yeah, I, I I agree. There there are a few guys that are that are in that in the system with D'Amico. That I would keep an eye on. I don't know to what level in terms of play caller. Just they're just key offensive-minded coaches. But you, you, here's a couple of them, just real quick. Chris Forster, who is is known for, he, he's the one that got in a little trouble down in Miami way back in the day. I know the uh, I know the young lady. With, with, but anyway, he headed to he, the slammer. He's the O line run game coordinator in San Francisco. I don't know about y'all, but if you watch what uh, San Francisco does offensively in the run game, it's pretty impressive. Been around for been around for a while. Uh, Anthony Lynn, former head coach of the He's Chargers, yep. assistant head coach and running backs coach right now with the 49ers. Uh, I would imagine D'Amico has a great relationship with both of those guys, and they're they're both longer in the tooth. That Bobby Slowick kid is is um you know he's been in the league for a while, but but he's it, to my knowledge what I'm what I'm what I've read is that he switch from the defensive side of the football to the offensive side of the football in 2021. I, I don't know about you, show, but I'm more of a guy that – That does that, not turn me th- on. That doesn't that, turn that me on a That makes me nervous as hell. I, I don't care how – yeah, especially – now, if that guy goes somewhere and runs his own offense somewhere outside of Shanahan and it's not just a passing game – he's a passing game coordinator for the 49ers right now. Um, if that guy goes somewhere else and does his thing, then, then that's different. I don't want to be the test dummy. You know what I mean? I, I don't want the. No, Texas. I mean, he could, he could be Mike McDaniel. I don't know. I mean, but yeah. Well, right. and if you want to bring him in as a pass game coordinator, along with another guy, and I'm, Chris Forster's a run game coordinator, then then so be it. But just to to put the OC title on him and lean on him heavily, man, I, I don't know that I I, I like that uh, too much. If I'm being completely honest with you, but he is in that system. Zach Robinson is a passing game coordinator, quarterback coach, old Oklahoma State uh, Cowboy mm-hmm. quarterback back in the day. He's with the Rams right now. Again, super young though. hadn't been at it much. hadn't been at it long. But um, and I'm not talking just offensive coordinator. These are just coaches to me that you could that could potentially be brought in. Brian Johnson, out of Philly. That's another good one. If he were to speak to him, that's like that's a signal of him not just married to something. Yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna tell you, man. If they could get, if they could get D'Amico go out there and get a guy like Brian Johnson to 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 take the jump to to offensive coordinator and you supplement him with again I'm throwing these names out there because I know D'Amico's familiar with him. I don't know if he likes him at all. I'm just saying he's familiar with him. You 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 Brian Johnson as the OC and then you bring Anthony Lynn, a former OC, former head coach in, put him as a running backs coach and make him an assistant head coach like he is right now in San Francisco. 
And now you're giving Brian Johnson all the support in the world by hiring a running backs coach. Not just a running backs coach that's going to teach cats how to, how to do what they already do great, right? No, no, you're bringing him in because he's a former head coach. D'Amico can lean on him. D'Amico's familiar with him. You're bringing him in because he's an offensive mind. He was an offensive minded head coach. Whether you like him or not, the, the teams in San, in, in San Diego when, it, when he was there, L.A. Chargers now, but San Diego Chargers when he was there, offensively they were putting up numbers. They were doing numbers. And so, you know, you check so many boxes with a guy like that. Again, I, I said Chris Forster, who was in, he was in Miami when I was down there. You're talking about an O-line coach. He's coached tight ends um, and a run game coordinator. You couple him with a guy like Brian Johnson that's young, up and coming. Um, but the one thing you know he can do, the one thing Brian Johnson can do, he was a quarterback at Utah, more importantly, quarterback at Baytown Lee, but a quarterback at Utah, I mean, he, he coached Dak in his best years in college. He coached Florida the best year they had um, under Dan Mullen a few years back, the best year they've had in a while. Um, and now he's up there with, with Jalen Hurts doing his thing. Um, I'd love to see Brian Johnson in the fold. I don't think you can get Brian to move unless you give him an OC job, but um, I'd love to see him in the fold somehow. There's options out there, but I think if it's not one, this is my OC, this is the home run, it's going to be hard to get that guy right now. But if it's not that, then I hope it's a two- or three-man package that is put together, um, you know, the right way to where they can lean on each other offensively. There's something that you're saying, and I I think there are a lot of really good coaches out there that you could – like when you talk about Anthony Lynn to bring just as – like I don't know what Greg Roman coaches, and I don't know if Greg Roman is going to be a a coordinator again, or or maybe you look at him as something. Well, that would be a nice guy to have on the staff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just to talk in terms of creativity and add different levels to your offense. And it, especially if the person you're bringing in is going to be a young guy that doesn't have a ton of experience, it, it'd be nice for him to lean on somebody who's called plays before. I agree, I mean, agree wholeheartedly. That, 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 is, that, is a, that is a concern for me. Like, I mean, with a, a brand-new head coach and a brand-new head coach in D'Amico who's just going to, you would think just be a guy that hands the offense to the person running the offense. And if that, that person doesn't have very much experience running meetings, running off, that that does that does make it's me. It's funny you bring that name up. Greg? First of all, he's got an offensive line back background. Really, he's coached several, but offensive line is what an offensive line tied in. What year was D'Amico here? His years, 2000. The reason I ask is because Greg Roman, Greg Roman is was was actually the Texans. I didn't know this. He was a Texans tight end coach in two thousand and two and two thousand and three, and he was the Texans quarterbacks coach in two thousand four and two thousand five before moving on to Baltimore. So he just missed him. He just missed him. Okay, two thousand six to two thousand eleven is uh, is is where uh, is when he was here. With the Texans, yep. D'Amico Ryan. Yep, 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 yep. No. Yeah, but but I mean, so but he, he's familiar with the Texans, and so there there's 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 a lot more really good candidates out there than than um, than we're probably aware of right now at this moment. I, I just like the ones. I, I I don't need to go any further than just the ones that I know D'Amico's very familiar with, uh, and then adding Brian Johnson because I don't know that they they're familiar with each other in terms of crossing paths, but. Yeah, there, there's a good, there's good potential. To, there's good potential out there. But to me, I love D'Amico. If he is everything that everybody says he is, I, I, I'm cool with it. I love it. 
But I'm not going to get overly excited until I see what he yeah, does you're, on the you're offensive serious. side you're, of football. You are, that, is, that is the hold for you. Yeah. yeah this ain't no you th- think it's already been decided? You think he already knows who his coordinator is going to be? No. Mm, I hope not. I, no, I hope not. Look, I mean, I, I hope I, – You know, this is how I – bro, I mean, I, even even with, like, the the – the Texans and and this like I want a I want a good solid competent process man, you know you 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 got because if if there were somebody in that in that organization that was ready ready pelts on the wall this is their this is the guy then sure I'm I'm good with it but but it doesn't appear that that guy's out there so to to come in and not see if you can get a Mike Kafka to not see if you can get like you said Nagy or 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 B enemy or you know Brian Johnson out of Philly to not even flip those stones and see what who those guys are and what they're like. I I personally think would be a mistake. But if D'Amico's got his dude and he knows he's got his and, he, and he's and he's committed to it, I, I can I can buy into that. I just got to see I got to see what yeah. the plan is. Yeah, I hear that. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, see moving forward. That's that's the big thing. That's the big thing off of one the excitement of of him coming here and then what what is that offense going to look like? What is that? Because the offense is so important, because there's a potential that we think he could be working with a new quarterback, and that is, and that is that is the the, the big thing there with it. All right, what, what you got coming up at four, Clint? Man, our our uh, one of our own is in the Super Bowl, man, Jalen Hurts, and I know we've talked about it bits and pieces, uh, you know, his story coming out of Channel View, um, but I, I think this would be a perfect time to recap some of that and chop it up, man. Jalen Hurts. His story is unbelievably impressive between him and his and his pops and kind of how they navigated high school recruiting, college. The whole thing was is is impressive, and uh, we're gonna we'll uh, we'll go down that timeline and and um, and chop up a little day, uh, David Jalen Hurts. Uh, we'll do that next right here on Sports Radio six ten. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.